The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, the Bleeding Old Blood Club. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Tonight's episode of Radioactive Metal is dedicated to the memory of former Poison Idea drummer Steve Hanford. This is Sergio Amalfitano from ACXDC Antichrist Demon Corps, and you're listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Kareen, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to an Angus Who episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 608, and I'm Snowy White. No, I'm Sky. Hey, bro, how's it going? It's going. It's going. It's been a good day. Um, yeah, super, super good, good day. How has How's it going for you? It's it's happy birthday. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Actually, on the actual day, the Friday that we are recording this, yes, I turn one one more year closer to I, the grave. I thought you were, <laughs> were going to slowly say 100. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> one of these days, okay, because people have a hard time like i don't i don't know what it is about me maybe it's because i'm still fully immersed in the scene and i still act really young and i like just the fact that i don't have any gray hair or anything like that but i'm i'm 49 today but that blows people away like they they're like really wow holy shit they're like you're a lot older than i thought and all that well thank you but um one of these days 
just 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 as a rib someone's gonna ask me how how old i am and all that and i'm just with a dead face i'm gonna go like 65 yeah it's not, it's not bad. <laughs> just, just throw them off yeah <laughs> just just to see the look on their face <laughs> you know, but but yeah thank you it's been um it's been a, it's been a pretty good day uh lots of well wishers i know like 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 people from the scene here in winnipeg they've they've lit up my facebook and my phone and texting and messaging and all that so yeah, it's been a really cool day. How about you? What's how are okay? How are you holding up? You know, with everything since we last spoke, everything going on in the world. Good, good. I mean, it's still like deathly hot at work, which is uh, has encouraged me to buy a giant pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's what I want to hear. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people who know me know that last year I had a above ground pool in my backyard. However, they also know that I am a lazy piece of shit poop most days, <laughs> and ended up leaving the pool up for the whole winter, and it it got destroyed. It got wrecked. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, just just no saving it. So I got a bigger one. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, and I'm actually I'm pretty excited. I have a roommate who does pool maintenance, so she's gonna <laughs> that helps. Up. That helps. Yeah, so I have a plan this time. Like I'm going in it with a plan. Um, but with with getting the pool comes with like I had to clean my yard, and uh-huh. I haven't like touched my yard since um, like villain and the Narnars have come those last last <laughs> two shows. Okay, yeah. I'm just kind of like sifting through my yard, picking up crap and smoke butts. Not from the people, from the dogs. Um, <laughs> just the poop. That is the poop. Smoke butts are from the people. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, beer cans, you know, just going through and picking picking things up. I found a bra in my yard. That was kind of fun. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's it's all in fun and games. <laughs> there we are. Yeah, yeah. All right, pool party at Skies this summer. Right on. Yeah, yeah. It just wait. happens. The best the best thing is though is because it's so hot at work, and me and a bunch of friends were doing this last year. We would just take beer cans and like coolers, and we would just throw them in the pool. And because it's so cold, it keeps them nice and cool. And then after work, we would go. And we would cool off at the pool, and we go bobbing for beers. There we go. <laughs> so, so that's also I'm incredibly excited, and that's kind of one of the main reasons why I got another pool was because the bobbing for beers. There, there we I mean, go. I can't wait. Bobbing for brews and white claws. There we go. There we go. Yeah. When 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 you said snowy snowy, I got a pool and all that. I was like, oh good, because I'm just oh, oh yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. and it's a decent height. Like I'm I'm like five two, and this pool's like f- four feet. Okay. Perfect. So it's got some, it's got some good height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. I'm excited. I can't wait. Right on, right on. Yeah, like I said, I can't wait for the first pool party. Going to be fantastic. Going to be fantastic. Another really cool thing about today is that every May 22nd is World Goth Day. 
Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was never a goth and all that, but it's obviously, it's part of the culture. It's one of our cousins. It's, you know, like, it's, they're one of us and all that. So I've always, I've always kind of, yeah, I've always kind of. I never had... used to be into the whole goth scene, <clears throat> but I have met many new friends um, through, through doing different events and goth raves. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have all these friends that do these gothic events and they're actually really cool and they have like sacred rituals and they do like they have flame dancers come in. It's it's really actually honestly a really, really neat experience. <laughs> right on, right on. Well the next one that happens at Bulldogs, then I'm going to be uh to be sure that I'm there. So happy World Goth Day to everyone. Um, this week we have got one hell of a creature feature. It's just it's a band I've actually should have had on a long time ago. And their latest record um, dropped last Friday as we, ste- as we speak. And that was the day that I interviewed them for for this show and all that and I, I i love it like when you have those little those little happy accidents i've done a number of video or i've done a number of interviews over the years where you know it's like oh you know the new record drops today and we're talking about it already and all that no it's just it's just it's stuff it's it seems like a small thing but for me like that's that's just an amazing feeling and it's just one of the things that i really love about doing this show so that was um that was pretty exciting i can't wait to get to that but before we get on with the grunt here unfortunately our good buddy aaron cannot join us he's doing the family thing and of course you know he's a family man and family always comes first so um hopefully he'll be able to join us next week when we're all sitting back and enjoying a super kick-ass cup of true cavalts coffee t-r-v-e-k-v-l-t coffee.com like there's we've never had very many um sponsors and i don't even really think of of true cavalts coffee as a sponsor because um like it's just it just it fits it fits so well with what we are we're you know we're a diy radio show we're punk rock by the pants and all that and so is true cavalt coffee it's a it's an it's an awesome first thing in the morning get you ready to rock and roll beverage made by metalheads for metalheads and it is a very metal product and i'm kind of at the point now where i listen to a variety of podcasts and there are just so many stupid fucking ads and reads for stuff that has like fuck all to do with you know with what i'm listening to and to the point it's to the point now sky i take the headphones off when when the the ad comes on the read comes on and all that and i know you know if these these other podcasts if their sponsors were actually you know i don't know like the word product but if they were something that we really give a rat's ass about while you're listening to this certain subject 
then it would be a hell of a lot more interesting. Just as interesting as True Cavalt Coffee is. Um, and, you know, everything that's going on. They have, you know, their various specials and their deals. You get out, a, you take out a subscription and you'll get free music, you know, with sponsoring bands and all that. And it's just, it's a really good time. You know, it's not only is it a fantastic product, but it's, as we know, good friends of the show, fantastic people as well. So T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Check it out, enjoy, and tell them that your cool Uncle Snowy and your cool Aunt Sky told you to to come check it out. In the meantime, uh, let's... Get on with it. We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Well, yeah, I'm going to pour myself another celebratory lemmy here while you um, tell everyone what you've been doing between working and putting up pools and all that. What's going on? Yeah. So, um, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> West of Hell I've has their lead singer, Lord Heathen. Um, it's kind of like his Facebook right. name that he goes by. Um, I've been kind of watching, following his page lately because he's been doing uh, karaoke on Facebook. So, oh, okay. yeah, like metal, metal karaoke, and it's actually, <laughs> it's the most satisfying thing ever. Um, you could definitely tell he has a lot of fun with what he's doing, uh, like a little bit too much fun. <laughs> it's really entertaining to watch. Um, super great guy all around as well. Great band. Um, but yeah, I've been kind of watching a whole bunch of those videos. Um Right on, I'm gonna have to check that out. Almost like daily at six six PM every day kind of thing. For a while there. Hmm. Um what else have I been up to? Uh I know it's kinda hard when you're Yeah when you, when you got a lot of other things going on. Things are kind of in a limbo. I don't know if you've heard, but like things are opening back up. Mm-hmm. Um, for, so I had been told that like the, the idea was um, in April they were going to start slowly opening some non-essential businesses, slowly staggering. And then from what I understood, it was supposed to be July 1st. They would open up non-essential businesses completely with like a lower capacity. Mm-hmm. And then, September 1st, everything would open back up, kind of. It's, it's the timeline of what they were kind of guessing. But they actually pushed it forward, and now things are open. So for us, like Bulldog Pizza, we can have our restaurant open, we can set up four tables, and we can now have 25 people come and dine inside the restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and then I, I know I saw online it said any outdoor events is a 50 like 50 capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can all go to my cabin. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I say just kidding, but I'm not kidding. Um, 
<laughs> but so, I mean, I've kind of been like this last week has been kind of really exciting and really um, hopeful, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, because things are starting to open up and like businesses are starting to be able to open and let customers actually be in their restaurant. I mean, obviously we still have to take precautions and we're still washing hands like crazy and sanitizing and providing the necessary sanitizing things Mm -hmm. needed. But, um, but it is nice that like, you know, I can have a friend come see me and sit down and, eat lunch and visit for, for a little bit um, as opposed to like them having to pick up their pizza and stand on the other side of the counter uh, and not come too close. <laughs> but it's exciting that, you know, things can start opening. And I actually, I cracked a joke the other day and it was like, man, really all you need is like 25 solid drinkers and you got a good freaking yeah show, you, that's right like, that's right you that's you i've been like, to many house parties and shows and all that with like 20 people there and best time heck yeah like for the little pizza side man you get a, get a couple bands <laughs> playing and you got you know 20 good drinkers you're good to go mm-hmm. i was uh, just i'm sorry i was just thinking when do you think and who who knows for sure, but the first time a band is able to hit the stage like at Bulldog, when do you got ballpark an idea? No, not really. I mean, it's still kind of hard to say, but like it, like I said, it is kind of more ho- hopeful now because it is like things are starting to open up. So I mean, essentially, if a band wanted to come play and have their have a couple of their friends come and watch, like that's possible mm-hmm. um not that we're going to do it just yet but um but it is something that that will start happening hopefully soon but i was told september 1st was like mts center i actually have heard from multiple people that work for the mts center that they've been told that they'll be working and doing concerts by september 1st uh, okay okay well that's that's good. That's good because I heard like the last, yeah, every, every all all the businesses are starting to open and all that, and of course they're taking all these measures and all that. But excuse mm-hmm. me, like the fun stuff, movie theaters and like venue bar bar venues, live music, like that's the last in line to uh, to reopen. And I'm like, fuck. You know? Yeah, like, bars. like I know bars were supposed to be closed and non-essential, but like, as I think it was just either yesterday or the day before, everything was allowed to reopen. Like any business can reopen their mm-hmm. doors. Um, they just have to follow certain guidelines. Right, right, right. And I'm just, I just, the last time I saw anyone from the scene you know apart from your delivery driver who's you know the young fella brings me my pizza every week and all that apart from that like he's the only cool guy that i've seen like in person like (laughs) since march 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 I, i can i can name the day because it was a friend's birthday party march friday the 13th 
that was the last time I saw anyone from the scene was at her birthday party and all that. So, so it's kind of a, it was a fun time, but the fit hit the Shan like the next day. Yeah. And I, that was the last of it. Yeah, yeah. And I want to, I want to get out of my soapbox and tell everyone, you know, don't take the scene for granted. Don't take your metal friends, your punk friends for granted and all that. I, I can't do that though because I never have in all the decades I've been part of the scene and all that I've not once have I ever taken that or anyone for granted mm-hmm. you know so I can't really I can't really do that <laughs> everyone's kind of on their own I can't <laughs> I can't hold your hand you know and guide you through this particular shitstorm at least when it when it comes to this but um yeah, it's I'm I I can't wait. I can't wait until this until this is done, but uh, you know, we've been making the best of it. We've been making the best of it. We've got some stuff on radioactive metal. We've um taken some uh positives out of these negatives and I'm going to be na- making some cool announcements about some cool upcoming programming very soon that I haven't even told Sky and Aaron about yet. So, yeah, yeah. sorry, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. No, whole <laughs> day out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what else is going on? Um, I mean, that's pretty much. I, nothing really too much. I'm, I'm the same. Uh, a little bit of like reminiscing, maybe on some old, um. I know you have seen, but like I've recently started putting all these bands patches and mm-hmm. shirt things all over my band cave in my basement. Mm. And um, so I kind of like will come downstairs and, you know, you get lost a little bit because there's just so many. Um, mm. And I actually was looking at, I don't know if you'll remember, do you remember when there was Skate for Cancer back in the day? I don't know if you would remember it. I never. I don't think I attend. I remember it, but I don't. um, I never attended one, I don't think. It was like that. I think his name was Rob Dyer or something. Or no. Oh, I can't remember his name now. But he. Guy did Skate for Cancer, and they had all these bands that would play. And it used to be at the forts, but. There was one year that it got moved to the Burton Cummings Theater. And so I have like patches from the shirt. Well, it's, it's they're not the cutouts from the shirt. Right. They're on the wall and the shirt looks like the material of it is so disgusting. Like you can tell the shirt's been through some stuff. And I really only wore it that one day, but that one day I wore it. You <laughs> <laughs> wore the hell out of that shirt. Yeah, and I just, like, so every time I see this shirt now, I think of that, that day, and it's like, I met some random guy from Flin Flon outside. It was raining, <laughs> and all of these, like, little shitty snot-nosed punk kids were just covered in mud, and we tracked it all inside, and everybody was sloshing around and slipping and sliding in mud and sopping disgusting crap on the floor. And we're all having the time of our lives, though. We're like, this is the best, you know, drinking back alley drinks and being sneaky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I remember being in the back alley and the concert's almost over. And I'm me and these uh, with a couple of friends and 
Ruby is this random dude from Flin Flon. And <laughs> he's like, I don't know where to go after this. I have a hotel, but I've always wanted to go to a rave. And I'd never been to a rave. And my other friends that I was with were like, I'm down, whatever. This guy pulled out a big bag of ecstasy. Holy shit. I've never even it, seen that shit with my own eyes. <laughs> it, it was it was interesting. I just remember like the sun coming up and like after we went to this rave because they're usually after hours, right? So it was mm-hmm. like five in the morning, six o'clock in the morning rolls around. We're all like, all right, let's leave. We've got to get this guy from Flin Flon back to his freaking hotel <laughs> so he can go back home that we just randomly picked up. And we went to this rave and everybody was dressed up in like fancy clothes and we're all covered in mud. Right on. Like, Good. I had I had like a four foot mohawk. Like this thing was just ridiculous. <laughs> like, Tell me you have pictures of that. Oh, I do on the internet. I do, I do. Oh, good. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I had a big rainbow mohawk for a large portion of my life. I didn't always have long, luscious locks. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta see that. I gotta see that. (laughs) But yeah, this guy. And so we go and we're, you know, going to the hotel to drop him off. And the sun's coming up and it's this beautiful we're like oh man this is so nice and then all of a sudden i puked everywhere <laughs> because that's apparently that's who i am i just puke on stuff hey right on. It like, but it was it was like elegant puking i don't know maybe it was the drugs i don't know probably <laughs> and the booze, i definitely puked but it was a convertible so it was okay there we go <laughs> there you go well thank you thank you for sharing that that's awesome yeah tune in next week to hear another weird story that's right that's right that's what we should do just a segment on this show like every other week or once a month or whatever where we just share just like some of the worst fucking rock and roll stories because we've all got them we've all got stories Uh of drugs and puke and I've got hundreds upon hundreds of them. So much so that people have asked me to start my own Patreon type deal so I can start telling these things and they can pay me for them because apparently apparently I'm an idiot. There you go. There you go. Well, well I'm, a prou- I'm a proud idiot though. There we go. There we go. Well, you don't have to pay for Sky on Radioactive Metal though. She'll be more than happy to yeah everyone else we're gonna start sticking for some cash here. There, we go. there we go yeah yeah for myself my metal fix my metal fix actually i'm gonna start it off with my own story that happened today while i was at money job Okay, and I work in I, I work in the shipping department or I work in the shipping industry and I work for a courier company. And there was just myself on the dock and one of our drivers. Okay, and all I have for music at work is just an old fashioned ghetto blaster and the only thing that works on it is the radio. So I only have terrestrial radio. Okay, and every you know, once in a while, like as I've mentioned many times on this show, I'll luck out Motorhead, Ramon, something cool will come on, Ozzy Sabbath, and all that. Well, one of my drivers, you won't mind if I say his first name, Sean, he's right by the radio. 
Okay, doing some work-related bullshit. I don't want to get into it and all that. And I'm near the other side of the dock, but I can hear maidens run to the hills in the in the distance. Okay, and it's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna be me. I'm going to be snowy, even at work. Okay, so. I drop everything that I do, that I'm doing, and I'm walking up to him, and I got, like, this look on my face, like I'm bothered, annoyed with him. And I sort of kind of was, okay, <laughs> but in a good way. I got this look on my face like I'm annoyed with him, and he's looking at me like, what, what, what's, like, what, what's wrong? I walked right past him, and I cranked it up, okay, and I just looked at him and said, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know and it's like because because he didn't turn it up you know and so i made it look like i was i was mad at him for not <laughs> for not doing it and when he realized what song it was okay it's maiden and snowy's cranking it and all that okay he gets it and we all we all start laughing so, so and and the irony to that is the words, what is wrong with you, like that, those are words, like, I hear daily from Mrs. Snowy. Like, what is wrong with you? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? <laughs> I hear that. I hear that all the time. <laughs> so, so, yeah, my metal fix is kind of, uh, kind of even, even from today uh, out in the real world as well. This week, I discovered a really cool, um, kind of a video series on YouTube called Behind the Vinyl. Now, apparently some uh, some classic rock radio station in Toronto, whenever they have a guest in studio or whatever, they, 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 they set up a turntable and they break out a record from whichever artist. They show the artist dropping the needle onto the turntable and they discuss a certain song. They're only four or five minute videos and they talk the backstory behind that certain song. And I was just, I, it was just like one video from another. They watched a video from D. Snyder and Helix and April Wine, BTO, Saga, Triumph, Darby Mills, Mike Levine from Triumph. And it's just like, I ran, I discovered it at work. I watched as many of these videos as I could, okay, between whatever it is I was doing. And then when I got home later on that night, it was, you know, I went home, I watched some wrestling. And then I just binged the this video show for about three hours. I broke out the jack and just me and my buddy there, we just sat and we just binged so many of these videos and they're telling all of these wicked stories about all of these awesome classic rock songs one of the things that i notice as i'm watching this it's like shit how many of these people that i've interviewed that have been on radioactive metal because i've i've had darby mills from the head pins on i've had the guys from honeymoon suite on i've had mike levine from triumph you know i've met lee aaron a couple times no, I haven't had her on the show yet, but I've met her a couple times. Met the guys from Helix. You know, like, it's Greg Godowitz. I'll never forget the night partying with Godo. you know, speaking of stories. I got a Patreon story for you there. 
<laughs> there we go. You know, the more the more that I'm thinking about it, I think you and I, in between the two of us, <laughs> we'd have our own full full thing. I think so. I think so. I think so. A full time so, gig. There we are. There we are. So, so yeah, behind the vinyl, and I'm kind of disappointed now because I've I've seen. All the ones, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to lay off the show for a while, let them catch up so I can binge some more and all that. And th these are the type of stories that I like, you know, like the, the sex and the drugs and all that. OK, fine. You know, but it's the, you know, how this song came about and what we were doing while we were recording this record and all that. That's that's the stuff that I really dig. And that's like this. That's why that's the stuff that you kind of hear on radioactive metal i got a couple cool tunes a couple cool records came across my desk in the early 80s your dad your dad might remember this band but their their heyday was kind of back then there was a really cool swedish traditional metal band called oz oz as in the wizard of oz yeah yeah, that that was that was kind of their heyday. Um, their latest record, oh geez, you know what? It drops today. You know, of all things as well. Yeah, yeah, their latest record, Force Commandments, is now available on Massacre Records, and it's a good slice of just good old fashioned traditional metal that, you know, you you can tell. You know that they're they're a throwback from those glory days. Um, so I was really digging that, and as well, here's another lesson in don't judge a book by its cover, because right available right now on Redefining Darkness Records, the debut record from Tombstoner came across my desk. And with a name like that, you know you might you might be forgiven if you kind of think of them as kind of like a. Uh, a doom, a sludge type band, you know, with a name like Tombstoner. Like, it's got to be, you know, like a stoner rock band or something. But no, it's good. It's good. It's some good old-fashioned thrash death. Really cool stuff. I was really surprised. And I really dug it. So I'm going to get into those tunes now. How about the first single from Oz's Forced Commandments? Available now. This is Prison of Time. <laughs>
Are you familiar with tonight's Creature Feature Sky? Do you know who ACXDC are? Yeah. Right on, right on. Yeah, I kind, I kind of figured you would. They kind of fall in amongst that, that, that hardcore, that whole power violence scene and all that. And I have to admit, like the first time, like I saw that name, like I kind of got it right away. I always figured, like maybe, maybe the X kind of stood for like a more straight edge thing and all that but then you know just as time as time progressed i kind of got it kind of got it a little more and a little more and i really started getting into this band and acx dc antichrist demon core it's actually a band we probably should have had on a long time ago and unfortunately well not unfortunately but you know, I'll I'll reiterate, you know, if you're just kind of tuning in for the first time because you are a fan of ACXDC, the majority of the interviews here on Radioactive Metal are what we call the action interviews. You know, like right there, in person, on the tour bus, backstage, in the back lane, in Sky's basement, like wherever, you know, wherever the band is and we can get a moment of their time, that's where, you know, that's how we like to do our interviews. With everything that's going on in the world right now, okay, no one's on tour, no one's coming through town, no one's playing in Sky's basement and all that, so, you know, we kind of have to do more and more phoners, Skype interviews, and just, you know, we have we have to make do, and it's actually been a blessing in disguise because... You know, like ACXDC aren't crossing Winnipeg or aren't crossing Canada anytime soon. So once again, this is the opportunity. So with the new album, Satan is King, came across my desk, found out that it was releasing soon, and I had the opportunity to speak to vocalist Sergio Almafitano. And I have to admit, I was pretty stoked because, like I said, it is definitely an interview a long time coming. And the fact that the new record, you know, was released, just it hit it hit the shelves if the record stores were open, okay? It would have, would have hit the shelves just, I don't know, maybe an hour or so before I sat down and pressed record and had this kick-ass conversation with Sergio to get us there and for him to kind of clear up probably a lot of interesting things because I'm sure um, you know the majority of our listeners <laughs> you know are probably um, hearing of this band for the first time and probably scratching their heads and all, and all that like what's what's going on you know with this name and this band and all of that so we're going to let the man do the talking himself to get us there how about the title track from satan is king this is our chat with acx dc vocalist sergio almafitano Yeah. 
Okay, first and foremost, um, right now with everything that's going on in the world, my first question for the past while to all of my subjects is um, how are you doing? How are you holding up in all of this? Is everyone in your area happy and healthy and we're going to pull through? Yeah, I mean, we're good. You know, my, my daughter has, uh, she was born with uh, congenital heart disease, so we're definitely trying to stay away from everybody as much as possible. You know, she's immunocompromised, so that's always a stressful thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, we're wearing masks and gloves, and we have hand sanitizer, and we try to keep going out to a minimum whenever we need to buy things. Uh, my mom just tested positive, like, three days ago, so that's kind of stressful, you know? Like, uh-uh. I, I know the mortality rate isn't extremely high, but anytime somebody tells you there's a slight chance that, you know, one of your parents might die, that's definitely a scary thing. But, um, you know, other than that, we we're, it, it, right now it's a waiting game. You know, she seems like she has just a fever and a slight cough, so it's a waiting game with that. And uh, hopefully she just, you know, is, is one of those people that recovers very quickly and doesn't have too many symptoms. Um, everybody else, luckily... Is, is healthy and, and, you know, maintaining our sanity. Okay. Well, all the best for your mother. Horns, horns yeah. crossed, horns crossed, definitely. Yeah. If, if, if all of this wasn't going on, you know, we would have been doing this um, in person probably next week for yeah. the Maryland Death, <laughs> for the, for the, at the Maryland Death Festival. If not, at least for the Ear Slaughter Tour in, in, in Montreal in, in June, this must just, Ah, ruins all of your plans this summer. I know our entire year pretty much just got canceled. You know, we we had uh, Dreadfest in the UK, we had Neuronoise Fest in, in in France. We we're going to do days around both of those, and yeah, we we're going to do a full East Coast tour with Bandit and Negative Approach for from Maryland Death Fest and then the East Coast all the way up to uh, Canada for the first time for uh, you know for uh, uh, Montreal. So mm-hmm. it's definitely one of those things that's a bummer, but you know, hopefully things will, will get back to normal, uh, hopefully this year. And if not, you know, next year, it, it, it is what it is. We, we just kind of have to cope with it, you know. For sure, for sure. We're definitely looking forward to seeing you up here. I'm up here in Canada, by the way, in Winnipeg in the middle nice. of the country. Nice. Hey, yeah, uh, we've yeah. never been, and, and, you know, we were looking forward to playing out there for uh, your slaughter. So, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully this year coming up will be the, the golden ticket, you know, we'll be able to go. All right, I'm looking forward to it. But for something a little happier, I believe yeah. today your new today as we speak, your new record Satan is King drops. Yeah. Now, is there <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, is there like something exciting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is there kind of like a um like a concept or an idea behind this? I mean, so the concept definitely came from Kanye West, Jesus is King, you know. Uh, it was just kind of a pun on it, uh, 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 you know, so what, Satan is King as well, you know. He just happens to be King of the Underworld. But I would much rather prefer if these two kind of mythical figures existed to have Satan as King than Jesus. You know, Jesus kind of demands obedience, whereas Satan is more of an anarchist. He's the first rebel. He's the first person to say, you know, don't don't submit you know, think for yourself, eat from the tree of knowledge, don't be just a beast, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's definitely based on, like, Mikhail Bakunin's God in the State, um, you know, anarchism, Satanism in terms of, you know, some of the Levian concepts. Um, 
so we just kind of mixed it together and just call it satanarchism. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's definitely just you know um, against mind uh, mindless obedience and just kind of following the crowd, you know. Right, right, right. Which is which is very punk rock, definitely, definitely. Sure. I mean, we're against authority, but you know, not the type of authority that uh, you know is scientists or, or people who are like you know, very well-versed in their fields. To be against that type of authority would just be idiotic. We're just against the type of authority, you know, derived from the power of a gun or, or from the government or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So. For, for sure, for sure. Well, um, but with a title like that and even with your name somewhat, are you concerned that you're going to, like, at first hand, you know, we might get mistaken for one of these corpse-painted Norwegian black metal... <laughs> Type type bands. Is that ever a concern, or do you care either way? I mean, I think I think I think if there is some sort of confusion, people immediately immediately get let down that we're not that type of band. You know, like you know, some okay. true black metalhead looks at it and just like, oh, this this sounds interesting. They check it out. They're like, this is nothing. You know, like I don't know, uh, a mayhem or whatever. You know, so uh, I don't. You know, it, it, it's definitely in the same field. We definitely have, you know, some of the nihilistic tendencies and some of the individualistic tendencies, but we make fun of that just as much as we make fun of everything else. So, um, you know, it, it just kind of is what it is. Like, people automatically get turned off because of the name. So I think most of the black metal heads won't, won't, won't even, you know, listen to us anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And I guess kind of, I guess maybe whatever a single is this this day and age, but the first single, I believe, is an interesting little title called Cop Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the, I can, I can kind of guess at what yeah. that, what that's all about, but maybe in your yeah. words. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely anybody, you know, it has nothing to do with uh, any type of gender or anything, but anybody who sucks up to authority or cops or politicians or Anybody who's, you know, in power and you're kind of a bootlicker, you're kind of just like, you know, a cheerleader for these type of authoritarian figures, you're a cop sucker, you know. Uh, anybody who, 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 you know, generally a, a cop sucker is, is somebody who gives pleasure, so I don't use that in a negative term. But a cop sucker, you're giving pleasure to a cop or someone who's in power, that makes you an asshole, you know. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a, a tongue-in-cheek uh, sort of joke, but you know, I don't. I, I think it's pretty obvious what we're referencing. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's a nice plan words. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've been meaning, to, I've been wanting to ask you this question for a while now. But the idea, the inspiration, anything that you can do to explain, like the name, like your band name. Sure. Yeah. I mean. Again, this was a band that started in 2003, you know, and in 2003 we were extremely young. Most of us were in high school. I was just barely out of high school. And, uh, you know, we grew up listening to Power Violence, which has bands like, you know, Charles Bronson and all these bands named after actors. We were just kind of like, well, if they're named after actors, why can't we just name ourselves after another band, you know? Why can't we just do the MDC sort of thing and just have it mean multiple things? And uh, I remember seeing a dashboard confessional video of all things, and they had the dashboard confessional logo made out to look like the ACDC logo. So I was like, it, I mean, if they can do it, why can't we? You know, so there was all these kind of 
dumb thing, so that kind of pushed us in that direction. Also, we really like uh, this band from Sweden called DS13, so we kind of wanted to have the acronym, we wanted to have Demon in the name, and we kind of just went with ACDC. You know, okay, uh, uh, in the beginning, it stood for whatever. It stood for all children, you know, deserve cookies, all cops deserve crucifixion, <laughs> all cows die cruelly. Um, but eventually somebody wrote on a flyer, they wrote Antichrist Demon Core as a description of our style of music, and mm-hmm. that just kind of stuck. So it's not really a name. It's more just a word that describes what we are, you know, what we play. It's like anti-religious, demonic, hardcore, you know? Right, right. That totally makes sense. What, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit older. I remember the 80s. I was a teenager in the 80s, and I remember the satanic panic back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And ACDC, well, you can't listen to that. that that's devil worship music. You're going to go to hell and all that. So when I For first sure. heard your band and I saw the name, it's like, oh, they're totally playing up on the satanic panic. Absolutely. You know, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah back then. I mean, we, had, we, we had a show in, the, in Eugene, Oregon, and, uh, you know, like they were passing around flyers before, before we were going to go on tour. And all the, like, right-wing Christians out there had that kind of satanic panic. You know, they started threatening the house. It was a house show. They started saying, if you have this band play, we're going to burn your house down. Uh, oh. You know, if, if, you have, if you have this band play, we're going to call the cops or we're going to call the fire department. You're going to get shut down. You're going to get fined. So it was definitely one of those satanic panic moments. We've had another moment where we had, like, Christians outside, like, you know, picketing our show, which, I, which we thought was funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Again, it's one of those things that's like, it's very, it's offensive in a kind of childish way. You know, um, Satan is King is, is very offensive to people that believe in that sort of stuff. But to me, I'm like, it's kind of silly. It's kind of funny, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not like, you know, a super, again, going to the black metal heads. I'm not like a super serious, uh, person, you know, again, growing up in power violence. We're not referencing, uh, you know, J.R. Tolkien, evil monsters, or uh, you know, we're not going that route. So why not? Why not be funny? Why not? Why not just ruffle some feathers with something silly but offensive at the same time? You know. Right on, right on. Well, it definitely worked. It definitely works. <laughs> how many times over the years have you had to explain this question, or how many times have you answered? <laughs> I, think, I think every single interview, probably. You know, like, and, and and to a degree, I'm kind of like, man, we should have just changed our name at some point. But it, it you know, it is what it is. We we've done mm-hmm. this band for so long. We're having fun with it. Who cares? You know, as long as we don't get sued. As long as we don't get a cease and desist, then we won't change our name. But if we get a cease and desist, it's like, cool, we'll just change our name now, finally, you know? <laughs> okay. Well, that was going to kind of be my next question. Has you ever re- received that cease and desist? No, not, no. Eh? I mean, yeah, people have tagged them on some pictures of ours, and they're like, hey, like, what do you guys think of this? And we're just like, God damn it, why are you guys ratting us out, you know? <laughs> but so far, so good, you know? I, I, don't, I don't know if we... I don't know if with the X in it or the whole name being Antichrist Demon Core, I don't know if that kind of covers us. But uh, so far, we, we haven't received anything from them. So, I, I like to think that Angus just thinks it's cool. 
I hope so. You know, yeah. I, I hope they I hope they get the humor in it. You know. For sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, see, the reason why I'm asking for the asking this is, um, like, with our audience, from what I've been able to tell over the years, we're probably introducing you to a lot of fresh new ears and all that. So, so yeah. that's pr- probably going to be the first thing, you know, that my listeners are going to be going like, well, what, what does this all, what does all this mean? Like, you never asked them that. I don't know what's going on here and all that. But oh, sure, yeah. I mean, we had somebody on the listening party. Uh, that we just had yesterday on YouTube. It was like a live stream thing. He was just mm-hmm. hating on us like, you know, I, I only came here because your name sounded edgy and, and, and whatnot, and I was kind of curious why we would call yourself this, but your music sucks. We don't like you. <laughs> I was just like, all right, whatever. You know, just laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's not for you. Move along, yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of classic rockheads definitely get offended by it when they find out. I'm just like, I, it is what it is. Who cares? It's just the name of a band. It's not that serious, you know. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, is that the biggest thing on your plate today? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, how, how dare you name yourself after one of the biggest classic rock bands? Like, yes. How, how dare? How dare us? I'm sorry. I I should not have offended your your sensibilities. You know, like who cares? <laughs> One of the things our listeners are familiar with is Prosthetic Records, good friends of the yeah. show and all that. And I got to admit, when I saw you guys signed on and the record was going to be coming out with them, I got pretty excited. Um, how did yeah. that? How did that all come about? So I, I had seen that our buddies in uh, Worm, they were also label mates with the song To Live a Lie. So I saw that they signed to them. And when we were recording with Taylor, uh, Taylor Young from Nails, he has the pit recording studio, so he recorded us. Uh, this is his second time recording us. He recorded us on our, our, our debut, like, full length. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we asked him, like, hey, do you know any labels that might be interested in bringing this out? He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll shop it around. And uh, Prosthetic was super about it. They reached out to us, you know, and... and uh, we just kind of fit, you know, we had a meeting with them. We really fit together in, in terms of like, you know, how we wanted to promote it and, and how we want to deal with labels. And, uh, you know, they've been super chill ever since we signed with them. They have no issues with any ideas that we have um, in terms of promotion or, or, or touring or anything. They're not like, you have to do everything that we say or whatever. They're not like that. So it works, you know, uh, I enjoy it. You know, they, I, I know one of the dudes is in Neckbeard Death Camp, so they're definitely on our level with, with the humor, you know? So, mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so it's basically like, it, it is very similar to working with some of the more DIY labels that we've worked with, just on a bigger scale, you know? Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, like I said, great friends of the band, and uh, I'll let you get on with your day. I'm sure with this being record release day, uh, you've probably got a lot of other people to talk to and lots of things to do, but when this all blows over, and apart from the festivals, like maybe just give, you, you kind of touched on it, but maybe give, to, to, to go out on, out on to our listeners, like what's going to happen in the next 365 days in your camp. Yeah, I mean, so we're going to be releasing... Um, you know, so right now it's available on Prosthetic Records. We have the LP and the CD version. We are going to do a cassette version on To Live Alive, Satan's King. We're going to re-release some of our old EPs as an LP on To Live Alive. Um, we're doing, like, 
zip disks. We're doing um, mini disks of all these versions of stuff. And uh, we definitely have some extra material that we're going to hopefully be doing with uh, some splits in the near future. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll just be able to take advantage of, you know, quarantine time and write some more songs and, you know, put some new stuff out soon. Uh, we'll see when. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully we all stay safe and healthy until then. If you're not tuned in to The Shining Wizards, listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's The Stallion, and when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product. Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. East, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. International présente les meilleurs succès de l'année. Voici Rock 84 avec en vedette de Kings. Rock 84 un show unique et inoubliable. Rock 84 avec en vedette de Kings. Rock 84 un super nouveau micro sillon avec Peter Schilling. Huey Lewis and the News, Big Country et Madness. Culture Club, Duran Duran et Men Without Hats. Et de Flashdance, Michael Sambello. Incroyable, les plus grands succès de l'année. Rock 84 de Keitel en vente maintenant.
ACXDC label mates worm, but spelt with a V. Okay, because it's Kavalt. You know, you gotta have the V, you gotta have that, because you gotta be Kavalt. Shout out to Kavalt Coffee. Anyways, that is Worm with a V from their Colony Collapse record. And my fucking Dixie. And before that was also prosthetic label mates werewolves with showing teeth from the dead are screaming record when this werewolves record came across my desk i got really really stoked ex-members of the berserker and psychroptic and of course psychroptic no strangers to radioactive metal and of course we had that wicked part of that wicked conversation with sergio was talking about the single cop sucker what a great title what a good, what a great title what a great song had to drop that as well so satan is king by acxdc 
is available now um wherever you know go buy it off bandcamp go buy it off buy it off apple music wherever you know stream it off spotify wherever you do all of your digital stuff it will be there and it will be totally worth it now you know the whole acxdc antichrist demon core you know and as we kind of mentioned it in the in the interview Hi. Oh. I lost I lost you. I know my I think it was my phone, my phone. Okay. Something weird. Okay, no problem. No problem. We're we're back up. We're back up. And I just I'll just got to do a little bit of editing. That's no problem. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my phone crapped out. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> hey, well, this happens every day. Every show with us, someone someone conks out and all that. The first time my phone's done it, though, I think. <laughs> usually you. We yeah. usually look at you. With ACXDC, um, that's like we talked about in the interview. That that goes back, you know, Antichrist Demon Core and all that. Like that's that's totally the Satanic Panic back in the eighties. And all that. Speaking of Iron Maiden and all that, like like the eighties were a very interesting decade. And one of these times, I I I, I gotta have your dad on the show. You you and your dad just just gotta come on because he's probably got a lot of wicked stories about the eighties. And I just wanna oh, I wanna God. talk about so many. <laughs> yeah, probably. So many. Huh? I've heard I've heard some gooders. Right on. <laughs> right on. But but everything that you hear, you know. Aaron and I talk about like your your dad's been been there and done that as well and he'll 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 remember the whole satanic panic where ACDC was gonna you know they're gonna make you devil worshippers and Ozzy was gonna make you kill yourself and just all of the usual bullshit and immediately immediately when I found out you know that ACDC because there were so many stupid rumors back then, like the ACDC from Australia, Ang Angus and the boys. There was all these stupid rumors like that's, you know, Antichrist, Devil's Child. That's what ACDC stands for. You can't listen to that or you're going to burn. And all that. It's like, holy shit. You thought you, you thought you saw some, some people, you know, on some weird drugs at your rave. Like some of these religious people in the eighties, they were on some weird fucking stuff too. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of one of these times, yeah, let's let's sit down with Papa Sky and uh, Papa Mark. Yeah, we'll we'll have a really we'll have a really good time. And thank you, everyone involved in bringing us that wicked chat with ACXDC and um if oh my god like oh, our annual gram our annual Rammy awards if like oh my god no shows nothing's going on the scene is kind of dead like i don't know if we would be able to even have a Rammy awards if shit doesn't really start start to happen and all that but i do have to say satan is king that record is definitely in contention for myself at least for uh 
the Rammy Award for Record of the Year. Um, before we get on with tonight's indie spotlight, once again, thank you everyone for um, all the all the well wishes for my birthday today and all that. Thank you, Sky, once again for having a couple with me and celebrating and doing this and all of that great stuff um there's a couple other um interesting birthdays today kind of came to my attention i'm uh i'm a member of a variety of different facebook groups you know that like we all are you know i belong to a variety of music and horror film and pro wrestling and just all of my interests. I seem to get sucked into all these Facebook groups and all that. And generally, they're a lot of fun because I avoid all the drama. I, I have this weird ability, okay, on Facebook. When there's something that I don't necessarily agree with or I don't want to talk about, I you know you know the scroll button, how you just keep scrolling. I know it's a, it's an amazing it's amazing. Yeah, some people don't know how to do that. <laughs> some people just don't know how to go. Ah, fuck it. You know, I don't care. I don't care about this guy's opinion halfway across the continent. Like, like who cares? Some people have a hard time with that. Me, not so much. I, it it is what it is. So with these all these Facebook groups, I generally have a good time on them. I belong to one called the Metal HC Horror Memes. Okay, because lots of metal, lots of hardcore, lots of horror. Okay, you know, you throw wrestling in there and that's all of them for me. You know, <laughs> and all throughout today, every once in a while, you know, screwing around on on this one page, they would make a meme about an album... Who shared this birthday with your cool Uncle Snow and all that? So I just got to the point where it's like, I have to share this. I got to tell Sky and I got to tell all of our listeners all of these cool albums that came out on May 22nd. Starting with Ozzy's Scream in 2007. It's like, yeah, that's kind of that, like the, that underrated Ozzy era. Because... Even with fans, you know, like it's all Ozzy is Sabbath in eighties, but you know he's he's been consistent putting out, excuse me, one killer record after another, and Scream was definitely one of them. Morbid Angels, Blessed Are the Sick, came out today in nineteen ninety one. I remember when that record came out as well. Like that is Morbid Angel. They were a huge part of that whole early '90s um, Florida death metal boom. Were definitely one of the pioneers and still, still legendary band to this day that I have not seen live. Ugh, not seen Morbid Angel. We've had various members on the show over the years. But I've yet to see them live. Who we have had on the show, and I have seen a couple times, is The Mighty Destruction. 2005, The Inventor of Evil came out. And yeah, yeah, Destruction. Shit, I go back with them. 84, their debut EP, Sentence of Death. 
and then many years later you know just outside the zoo hanging out with schmear in his um in his van or his trailer just shooting the shit and talking metal and being on radioactive metal was definitely one of those bucket list moments i will never forget and as well polish death death stirs vader their album their 2002 record revolution came out today and of course vader shit i remember their before they got signed their their demo which every once in a while you'll hear me talking about the old demo days the old tape trading days their morbid rake reich um demo Oh man, I remember I remember that. That was some really cool shit and unfortunately Vader only made it to Winnipeg once many many years ago playing the old Albert and all that. But I'll never forget it. It was a fantastic night. So that was kind of a few records sharing my birthday. Um let's drop a track from said Vader record. This is from the self from from uh, the, the aforementioned revelations. This is Vader's Wolf Tribe.
coming out today just a few hours ago as we speak is the latest record from i i just i i got every time i see this name i chuckle okay because and i've i've been i've this band has been on my radar for a while now i've been following them for a while but when this record came across my desk it's the first time i actually heard the music from pile of priests mm-hmm. yes that is, that is the <laughs> actual name so i guess with a name like that you're really know where they're coming from what 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 they're all about okay and i never forgot it even though i've never heard the music before until now i never forgot it because it's it's just so fucking weird <laughs> you know, it's so bizarre but yet it it tells you exactly what they're all about <laughs> all that so that was their new self-titled record that was blood stained citadel and it comes once again highly recommended from your cool uncle snowy as does tonight's indie spotlight We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this indie spotlight. With tonight's indie spotlight, we are sticking, you know, close to home here in Canada. And we are going to. I tapped a band out of Victoria. Victoria, BC. And now I know we have we have mutual friends. We know people in bands from Victoria, and I know people within the scene have you know used to live there and are now in Winnipeg. And you know, it's just I'm actually sorry, vice versa. From Winnipeg, moved to Victoria. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I actually spent, growing up on two different occasions, I spent a combined four years in Victoria. That is actually because my dad was in the military. So mm-hmm. we moved around a lot. Okay. And it was actually in Victoria that I discovered a little band called Venom and yeah. went fucking full-on metal and hardcore and punk right after that um victoria though not really known for having a whole hell of a lot of band but more quality over quantity maybe and that's definitely the case of tonight's indie spotlight when the latest release life is bad from torify came across my desk really cool thrash metal band traditional anything you name it you're into just like straight up good metal you are going to enjoy victoria's torrify so from said record in tonight's indie spotlight this is torrify with plague of empires I'm not the same. 
www.facebook.com Torrify T-O-R-R-E-F-Y I'm, I'm assuming I'm pronouncing it right. It looks like Torrify <laughs> to me. I know, I, maybe it's a, a, a play on Terrify or whatnot, but you know, with when you have a unique name like that, you know you're never going to be sued. You're never going to get that cease and desist. You're never going to, you know, whatever, whatever bullshit. Because if you make up your own word, like, that's it. It's all yours. And that is one kick-ass release from Torrify. Once again, the later their latest life is bad. Check it out. But life has been very good for your cool Uncle Snowy today. Thank you, Sky, so much for hanging out and doing this. All that, having a couple, a uh, uh, couple belts with your buddy here. I really appreciate it. Um, mm. Once again, thank you, everyone, all the well wishers, everyone that you know took a t- the time out to message me, to text me, to make a phone call. You know that I really appreciate it. I definitely want to say hello and horns up to a longtime listener of ours. She just goes by the name Citrus. Okay, she was actually, and I bounce back and forth on Facebook. I hang out with her a lot and all that. Can't wait one day to meet her in person. She's on the west coast uh, or the east coast of the U.S. And um, she was the very first person. About 10 after midnight, well, I guess this morning, she was the first well-wisher and all that, and I was really impressed by that, and it really meant a lot, so thank you, my friend, and I'm going to go out with a song that I'm going to dedicate to you. How about the new Ulcerate, um, their new record, Stare? into death and be still really really cool band out of australia okay mate their last record um was released out on relapse they've since made the jump to another label but still making some killer stuff before we get on out of here once again, we want to thank the good folks at True Cavalt Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go there, check it out. Just check out everything. It's not just the best cup of coffee that you are going to have ever. Okay, There's just so many other really cool things going on with the website and everything that the Occulta family does and of course it is it is a very metal product made by metalheads for metalheads and of course be one of the cool kids check out radioactive metal first live quote unquote on pure rock radio thursday evenings purerockradio.net check their schedules not only for radioactive metal but just all the other wicked shows and all the wicked music tell the big boss man rich that your cool uncle snowy says hello and of course radioactive metal is a part of the shining wizards network shining wizards network dot com where not only is radioactive metal there but there is just a whole variety of wicked 
podcast. It's predominantly a pro wrestling network, but you know, there's there's music, there's there's pop culture, there's comedy, there's it's just basically your one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs, including including Wrestling Night in Canada, which is your cool Uncle Snowy's sister or brother podcast as well, where myself, our good buddy Dustin, and two other really cool guys, Mike and Matt, from the Winnipeg metal scene, we get together and talk about everything that's going on in the wonderful world of pro wrestling, which, Sky, you're going to want to check out our latest episode because Dustin does a really cool interview with one Casanova Valentine and he is a what they call a no ring death match wrestler where it's anything goes weapons you name it just it's and it's not in a ring it's right there on the bar floor which I'm sure you've seen drunks You've had to break up a few no ring death matches yourself, <laughs> I'm sure. But this is an actual competition, okay? As part of the wonderful world of pro wrestling, and Mr. Valentine is a legit metalhead. So one of these times, I'm gonna call him up myself, and he can I don't know. He'll be a guest DJ or whatever, and we'll talk the wonderful world of pro wrestling so wrestling night in canada and of course i'll take the time to thank our good buddy shining wizards tony from the shining wizards network for everything that he's done to help us get there and of course radioactive metal radioactivemetal.org check us out on facebook check us out on instagram rad metal 666 and i'm an old school rocker I remember the glory days of Metal Forces magazine and Metal Maniacs after that. In near in the back of the original Metal Forces was the Pen Bangers section where, you know, you kind of submitted a part of yourself, a quick little bio and all that. And we used to communicate back there before there was email, before there was texting, before there was Facebook. We communicated within the scene through snail mail a good old-fashioned letter and if you would like to talk to your cool uncle snowy that way with the old-fashioned snail mail and hey let's also um just set me up with uh some demos from um some of your local bands as well on a good old-fashioned cassette i think that would be really cool as well get a hold of us through facebook and let's rock and roll um that's it that's it i think we're on our way out of here once again sky thank you so much and everyone else thank you i really appreciate it and um it's kind of a double bummer okay remember last week we mentioned um if all of this wasn't going on we would have had the Helix show at, yeah. you know, at, at Bulldogs, and we would have done this, that, and all that. It would have been a big party. Would have had a great time. If all of this wasn't going on, I would have been in Maryland right now for the Maryland Death Festival. This would have been night two of the fest. Yeah. <laughs> 
But we're making the best that we can. I can't complain, can't complain. So in the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been an Angus Who episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. And I'm Sky. Signing off.